Welcome to the What, How, Why podcast, where we try and answer the question, how have our guests got to where they are today? Today will be the pilot episode of the podcast, and I'm really excited to have Neil Shabong on. He's an Oxford Economics and Management graduate who's now working in McKinsey as a management consultant. Now, I ask him the three big questions. First of all, what does it actually mean to be a management consultant in McKinsey? How did he get there and the path that he took? And lastly, why he thinks there's some value in it for the world. I hope you enjoy. Hey, everyone. And hi, Rivik. Thanks for having me on. I'm pumped. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I'll jump right into it with you then. Uh, there's no need for introductions, really, between us. So, in a nutshell, can you describe what it is to be a McKinsey consultant? Okay. Uh, I guess uh, I'll start off with what a consult- being a consultant means. And uh, I think, you know, being at McKinsey, I guess it's got its own kind of, uh, kind of thing going on there. Um, so consultant, uh, in the kind of most easy way to explain it, uh, that's been explained to me a number of times, is um, a mixture between a doctor and a personal trainer for companies. Right. Um, yeah. So in the sense that a personal trainer uh, kind of pushes you to, you know, kind of achieve your best and, you know, maybe sets out a plan for you to do things or kind of shows you like if you given your, your kind of objective, this is how you could do, the, do it. Uh, and a doctor kind of is the kind of diagnosis side. So uh, comes in and sees like, well, you know, from what I can see and what I've seen in other places, uh, this could be what's going on here. And maybe you want to take this course of action. So right. it's kind of like the caring plus the pushing side, you know? That's a fantastic analogy. Okay. Um, yeah. And what, how does that translate to the day-to-day work that you're doing? So McKinsey, I guess, is one of the, one of the bigger consulting companies. Um, uh, so it's a, it has a blue logo. It's a, it does a lot of research. <laughs> I love blue uh, logo <laughs> being the first thing. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, one thing, one thing, uh, as an aside, like one one thing that really <laughs> always struck out to me is that each each kind of consulting company has its own color, which is, yeah. I guess, kind of associated with that. So McKinsey's do you, sorry, blue. Do you think we can give yeah. you can give us a quick landscape of the different or the main ones at least? Yeah, 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 sure. Um, so you have um, uh, like there are, there are a few groups uh, that that one that one would associate or like the kind of first names that you might know. Um, so you start off, we can start off with, I guess, uh, McKinsey, Bain and BCG. Yeah. These are known as, uh, you know, certainly when I was as a, as a student, like these were the first three names that people always used to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't actually know why, why those, those three are put together, um, but they are, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they're older. Uh, then you have, uh, so, these, so these three are seen as, you know, kind of... Uh, MBB known together. Yeah. Then you have a four four of the big uh, professional services firms uh, known as um, KPMG, uh, Ernst and Young now is EY, uh, PwC, uh, and um, Deloitte. So these are like I, I guess the big names, but like I guess the big four do like a load of other things as well apart from consulting. Um, and then and then you have some uh, like more niche players. Uh, and I mean, I guess there there are loads of different uh, ways you can specialize in consulting. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's kind of the, the easy landscape. All right. And when did you hear about all this? Do you mind taking us on your 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 journey, starting from the top? Yeah, yeah. 
so uh, actually consulting was a was a bit of an accident um, I didn't really know what it was uh, at uh, uh, as at school at all um, if you asked me at that point I'd probably clump it in with all like loads of other city jobs which uh, which now after after having a few friends that kind of do them it's it's very wide landscape uh, I actually stumbled upon consulting in Freshers Fair uh, at university so going around all the little tables in a, in a big hall and you know signing up to everything is the, is the tactic that people use there uh, and then a few days later combing through the emails of like oh wait I, I signed up for this <laughs> uh, so yeah this consulting I guess was one of them so I applied to uh, to be a part of a, a society that that does a, a load of um, consulting projects uh, there are loads of these at, at, at Oxford um, the one that I signed up to was the Oxford strategy group um, but yeah I mean this was amongst loads of other uh, uh, like I guess careers related ones and also apart from like all the sport extracurricular kind of ones so that, that's initially how I got into it um, as I said it was it was an accident but like the more mm-hmm. I did it the more I, I liked it and maybe should we go into more into that right now as well? Yeah, I think let, let's explore that now. Okay, great. Um, so, uh, yeah, so like literally in the first few weeks uh, of, of uni, I, I did, uh, did like this, uh, this application, which was mainly consisted of like going into a room and talking to some, uh, some second and third years, like uh, who, who were part of the society. And they basically asked me a bunch of questions about, what I knew about consulting and thankfully I'd, I'd read up for about it a little bit before uh, um, and uh, they, they admitted me into the into the society and they, they asked me a few like kind of problem solving questions to see if I could structure a problem and uh, right. then I did some projects um, projects uh, that were working with some startups some bigger companies um, and some you know some uh, some kind of special projects I guess um, we can we can dive into that as well if needed. But the the thing is that being in, as part of the society helped me to kind of uh, get firsthand like what it's like to do uh, consulting, like having a really kind of um, uh, a problem that may not have been uh, done before. Like every consulting problem is is different. Mm-hmm. Um, forming a team, uh, like working over like a short period of time and solving this problem and doing the research, setting up the, the methodology. Um, and yeah, somewhere along the, along the way, I had, I had to make a choice as to what I wanted to do. Um, now being an economics and management grad, there was, there were like a few like easy first choices to, to yeah. explore. Um, consulting of, of course was one of them, but there was loads of other things. Um, what were the main so, things that seemed to uh, take the fancy of most ENM grads? Uh, well, traditionally, like you know, uh, the tutors would ask, like, "Oh, so which one of these are you doing? Are you doing consulting? Are you doing banking? Are you, <laughs> uh, like, uh, or are you going to do something something else in finance?" Like, um, so those are the traditional ones. But then there was also there's like a growing movement to work in other corporate jobs, but not only corporate jobs, but to maybe do your own thing in terms of entrepreneurship. Um, you can uh, go into like a public sector. A lot of people do that as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess it's pretty broad, but yeah. a, a lot of people go into this kind of, you know, uh, those kind of jobs. That I said mm. in the start. 
I want to dial it back quickly uh, and go back. Mm. So you, you mentioned you were interviewed by second and third years for the OSG, was it? Yeah. What do you think it was about your interview or your application that stood out and the reason you got picked? Yeah, it's a, I guess a, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good question. And I guess um, that was the start of many other interviews uh, where I've asked myself, what, what, what do they see? Um, <laughs> but, um, but I guess, I guess uh, uh, a part of it was the preparation in terms of like knowing what to expect. And a part of it was, uh, was just uh, like um, uh, kind of practicing it. Um, and a part of it, I guess, was like just the knowledge or the things that I'd read leading up to it and might have helped me. Um, I, don't, I don't think there's anything like innate or something that's unattainable by anyone. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's like a, it's, it's a consistent step of like um, investments into or like, uh, you know, uh, pursuing, pursuing a certain, you know, area of knowledge or um, something like that. Um, so I guess in, 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 the short answer is uh, I asked them afterwards <laughs> uh, what, what, <laughs> they saw, what, what, what they saw and they said uh, just, just the way uh, in that instance, it was the way that I structured the problem and the uh -huh. fact that uh, they had asked me something about like, uh, so I can't remember exactly what it was, but like some kind of um, business problem, like the, this, this, this hypothetical, how hypothetical company is facing, um, I think like for the sake of argument, let's just say it was a, it was a profitability question. So like, how would you break that down? Um, and then anyone who's done uh, some economics or something to do with business might, will, might know that profitability is broken down into revenues minus costs. And then how do you break that down further? How do you bring in what could be going on in this company's life um, mm -hmm. and uh, solve it in a structured way so that you don't miss out anything, but you also kind of be creative in the ways that you suggest to solve these problems. Yeah. So um, you mentioned quickly there that that's, if you have that, that sort of economics framework is very helpful for the interview. Do you think that's necessary? Do you get people from humanities backgrounds or people from more arts backgrounds also going and excelling well in these interviews and these processes? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think uh, it's easy for me to say, like, uh, since I did economics and management, uh, that, you know, oh, yeah, just do these things. Uh, but uh, the truth is, like, uh, in, in the consulting world, um, you see loads of different um, backgrounds. And in fact, uh, uh, I, I, f I feel as if I see more non-business students than I do business students. That's um, interesting. St yeah. Uh, I mean, just because like there, there are loads of other things that you could do, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there, there are loads of scientists, mathematicians, uh, doctors, uh, classicists, linguists, mm -hmm. philosophers. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's, there's, there's too much to do with subject knowledge, but I think it's yeah. like the subjects that you do um, or the, the studies that you, that you undertake help you to think in a structured way in a, uh -huh. that will help you um, problem solve. Sure. Uh, and from the perspective of the firm's hiring, they don't mm. have, uh, or in your opinion, because I'm sure you can't actually comment from for the vast majority of them, but do you think that they have uh, a bias towards quantitative subjects? Or, or do you think that it's an even playing field? Is, if you're someone that can track any kind of problem, then you probably have a chance. Mm. Uh, I think I'd be, I'd, I'd be lying by saying that you, 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 uh, you don't need any maths. I think you do uh, you do need some quantitative skills, um, but I think I don't think the bar is is 
that that high. Um, I like so. I guess I guess from a schoolboy's perspective or schoolgirl perspective, um, you don't need like further maths or anything like that to do these mm. things. It's uh, the mathematics isn't that complicated. But I think you need to be able to see things in a uh, and break down problems in a quantitative way. Sure. So you need to be good with your numbers, I guess. And um, go on. So yeah. So I mean, so what that means is like, I mean, in a typical in, uh, application process to get a consulting job, um, you might have to sit some tests, uh, some online tests or some in-person tests. That you know, the the most advanced thing there is like, I mean, you only have to do multiplication, subtraction, addition, mm -hmm. uh, and division. Do you mind quickly uh, sort of walking us through the whole process? So say you're a fresher, uh, what's the kind of timeline? What's the, what are the hoops you have to jump through? Sure, yeah. Um, so I, I, as I understand now, that uh, there, are, there are two main kind of um, ways you can get into like a consulting job. One is through the internship in which you, uh, in which you do something over a, over a summer. Uh, and the other one is the actual job. Um, and the application process, as far as I am aware, are quite similar for, for them. Um, so at first you'll have, you might have some tests, as I said, uh, if, you, if you pass them, you go through to maybe an interview stage. It might be online, it may be in person. Um, and, uh, the, those are those in those, you may have like a case study mm -hmm. and I'll come back to what that is, uh, or like a, a more um, personality or personal experience kind of um, or a CV interview. Um, so that's the, that's the second type. Uh, and then you may have a few rounds of these. Okay. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's in essence the way the application process goes. I, I think, I think a, a lot of people uh, fall into it um, or like not just for consultant, but any, any kind of job, they kind of fall into it. Um, so in general, my, my advice would be like, survey everything at first, try out everything. So this might be your freshest fair moment where you just kind of sign up to every single society, um, and explore everything. Uh, but then after that kind of, kind of really do some, do, do some soul searching as to what really interests you. And, uh, after giving everything a shot. So, I mean, I, I guess I can talk about my, my journey through that. Go for it. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess the fir the first thing I'd, I'd say is like maybe learn about the the industries in in um, in depth, the ones that really interest you, or like after trying everything. So um, this would be things like, uh, well, going to events. They they often have recruiting events where they kind of tell you about um, uh, this is the work that we do. Here are some people who have done these things, uh, and that some of that may may speak to you, may inspire you. Um, there's also like a, like so much information online. Um, you can get involved at LinkedIn, and I can see actually more and more people at our school uh, are getting on LinkedIn because I yeah. see their requests. <laughs> so, uh, so I mean, I guess that's 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 a good thing. People are getting more on there and reading about things and you know exploring. Uh -huh. You know, what what is it that I want to do? So that's that's one thing. Like so sort of networking industries. Yeah, yeah. I guess networking is part of it. That's actually yeah. The next thing is like getting to meet people. Um, I felt like this entire jobs thing was really impenetrable until I turned, turned up to events or like reached out to people and, uh, you know, just spoke to them 
Um, and obviously you're going to feel nervous when doing it, uh, or you may not, but um, a lot of people, especially if you're in with talking to some more senior people, like they, you, know, you, go, you can you just be yourself and just ask the questions that you want to hear and know about. Um, then I guess the, the hands-on bit, so try, try these things as much as you can yourself um, at your university or wherever you are. I'm sure there are some courses or some extracurricular activities that you can get involved in. Um, so for me, it was like the, the consulting society. Um, there may be like a, a finance club where they kind of like do some modeling or they, they get people into tour. Um, so do the hands-on things. Uh -huh. um, and linked onto that, uh, the next thing is mentors. Mentors are tremendously important, uh, at least in my view, for, to, like, as like, people to guide you through the process. So I was, I was very lucky that I found people that I got along with um, in the various societies. Um, and they, they, kind of, uh, they kind of helped me out when they'd gone through the process and said like, you know, um, fine, I'll, I'll have a look over your CV and I'll, I'll run a few case studies with you. But I'll also just talk to you and like try and find out, like inv invest some, some time with you to find out like what is it that makes this person tick uh, and how can I help this person as a friend, you know? So uh, mentors are, are very useful. They can be people that, you know, uh, who are just a year or two above you or they may even be people uh, who are already in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Um, and then, you know, once, once you kind of settle down on, uh, so as, you, as through this process, you're kind of narrowing down to a particular like set of jobs or set of paths that you want to take, then focus religiously on applications. So when application season comes, like take it, take it in a structured way. Um, so, you know, like in a, in, a, in, a, in a list, like write down which are the events I want to attend, what do I want to get out of this event, um, what answers do you want, uh, do I want from my questions. And uh, yeah, uh, I mean like approach it in a rigorous way, like how many hours or like how many tests have I done, what are my scores doing, are they increasing or decreasing, my case studies, uh, like let me, let me take a note of, you know, the things I would improve in this one, and the next case study comes, look back at my feedback session, uh, mm -hmm. and and learn about that so uh really devoting yourself and you know committing to it that would be like the general things that i would pick out for this question okay um i've got a quick question about i guess not really networking uh hmm. also in terms of brand i think there's this idea that you need to go to oxbridge uh to get a job at these top consulting firms is that is that how how true would you say that is Okay, yeah, that, that's a that's a really good question. Um, see, I think I think getting getting top jobs is uh, is uh, is difficult, like uh, for for everyone. But um, and looking around, like I see a lot of top, uh, like everyone everyone that at these top firms are, are going to be clever and going to be like uh, uh, driven. Uh, and I guess the you need to make yourself as as searchable as possible now, um, or as as hireable as possible. Now, university does come into that, but I don't think you need to go to Oxbridge to do that in particular. Um, so I think I think what the what what you can do is like show yourself as a really like driven person um, who kind of who's kind of ambitious, um, and obviously you know some some sort of achievement goes hand in hand in that. But that doesn't have to be your university. It could be like you know you set up a society uh, and you did uh, you you know, uh, 
you had X amount of growth in the number of people joining or the number and then the impact for them was like you ran you know loads of different events for them or you uh you know you, you show you show that you, you you've actually made an impact in whatever you're doing um so it, i think i would i would aim for performance um rather than like uh like the name drops yeah um that, that would strike out to me more Okay. Uh, and anything, anything more you want to add in terms of the journey? Um, I think, I think the, the journey thing is uh, like one, one of the big things I would take away from my university experience is finding out what I want to do uh, in, uh, in the next few years. Now, obviously like people are still, people are always like figuring out what that is. Uh, but um, even going through applications, which was such a like a long process, uh, even to apply to one place, you have to invest hours in if you want to do it properly. But it, it, if you're applying to many places, you really kind of ask yourself like, what, why is it that I'm doing this? And I think that that's that that's a good opportunity for you to like kind of really consider um, what is it that makes you tick and what mm. makes you fit for this for this industry, whatever that industry is. Um, so I, I would I would be willing I would say that you need to be willing to do that uh, uh-huh. in order to do this. Do you um, want to make a and, comment quickly on sort of the resilience yeah. required? I know that the average uh, consultant probably sends about 20, 30, 40 applications out and probably hears back from a fraction of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess in, you could see it as a, as a kind of probabilities game. Like you, you put in 40 applications, you hear back from X percent and then X percent of those are successful. Um, yeah, I think resilience is a big part of it. So uh, you uh, you may apply for like uh, spring weeks or internships and then the final job, and you know you you may fail, like fall down a, n- a number of times in that you know you, your application may be rejected, and that requires like um, and to me to move on from that and you know look at it positively. It's like mm-hmm. it's, it's actually like um, part and parcel of, of of working in these roles as well. So yeah. uh, I, I'm, I'm into my McKinsey journey like a few months in now and I can't tell you how steep the learning curve has been and you know everyone makes mistakes and learning from that yeah. uh, uh, is, is, is a big part of it. So I mean I would say like you need to be prepared for, the, for this to be like the status quo of like mm-hmm. you know not, not getting things right uh, and learning from that and asking for feedback where possible um, mm-hmm. because that, next time you come back you'll come back with a vengeance and come back even stronger than you were before. Right. So yeah. Yeah. And just to interject on a point you made earlier in terms of uh, spring weeks uh, and insight days and things, uh, would yeah. you say that they're uh, a necessity? Um, no, not by any means. Um, I think I think they're helpful if you can get onto them, like for sure. Like out of a out of insight days, you may uh, you may like increase your your chances of getting an internship afterwards. And if you get an internship, then it's it's a path to a job. Um, but I, I wouldn't say that the be all and end all because, um, in the end, if you just have everyone, you know, coming from the same path, you're going to get very similar people. Um, and in fact, like, you know, you can, you can be your own person. And as long as you're like, you can, you can prove that you're a good performer and, you know, you're, you're, you're going to add something to the, to the company, uh, or to the firm that you're joining, uh, like given those basic skills that you need. Um, I think I think it's uh, you're, you're, you'll be fine. All right. 
I'm going to move on now to the big existential question of why is it you're doing what you're doing? Hmm. Um, so the, the why question, I guess we can, we can talk about like um, the, uh, the, the, the things that I get out of it and then, you know, what I think I'm giving back to you know, the world, I guess. Um, so if, if, if that's okay, uh, then the, th the things that uh, I think uh, I really enjoy about this this job um, so far is that uh, the the teamwork side of things that I think uh, we might have sp spoken about already, um, and uh, and the fact that in terms of the in the content, um, uh, I, I just I just think that the amount of different things that you can do in consulting uh, is is a it's just like a no-brainer. Like one one uh, one week, you could be helping out with uh, with like um, a top decision maker at a, at a client, a, a top decision maker for the client to solve like one of their most important challenges that you know a, a company breaking or a company building challenge. And the next, you could be working with uh, you know out in a, out in a, with a with a startup, you know, uh, or or with a charity, if, if the mm -hmm. if the consulting company does pro bono work, um, so it's it's that diversity, um, and it's the fact that you know if you do, even if you don't want to stay in consulting afterwards, um, that uh, that experience to kind of you know uh, break down a problem in a, in any different in any given context is uh, is uh, is useful. Mm -hmm. Now that's I think what I'm getting out of it. Uh, in terms of what what kind of you give back to the world. Um, the, yeah. so, you know, one, what you could, you could, uh, from a, from a, like a pessimist might have, uh, might have a, might have a view that, you know, you're just helping big companies and, you know, going, going into it, um, you know, you, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be, um, uh, wrong to think that, you know, only big companies, uh, are the, like mo what I'm saying is that, uh, you know, consultants are, main, uh, are mainly hired by companies which have a problem, and they and the ones who can kind of uh, uh, bring a team on board are normally bigger ones. Now, does that mean like you're you're just selling your soul to to like uh, save big corporates? Mm, you could see it that way, but actually, I mean, the the way that I like to think about it is that um, every every big company has people behind it, right? So if you're saving a company from that would otherwise go bust and have like loads of jobs lost. I think that's that's a, that's a that's something that you're you're adding to the world. It's like as yeah. take, going back to the analogy of like a personal trainer and a doctor. You're you're helping you're helping companies that that need help, uh, or they uh, or like to to get back on a, on a growth path. Um, mm. and it's the opportunity no, cost I mean, of the work. I mean, sorry. In terms of like, is it you're talking about the opportunity cost of the work? If you didn't do it, the job, the, the company would fail and the jobs would be lost, and those people would be yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's that's uh, that's in the case that you know you're doing you're doing uh, like being a savior for the. Or, I mean, savior is, is a strong way to put it. You're helping the company get back to to like a, a strong position. Uh, in projects where you where you kind of uh, help the company be go from good to you know, good to better uh the, you're you're helping you're helping like um uh people people to uh to progress the, themselves within within the company right mm. okay i think that's been a fantastic overview neil of the whole process 
Are there any final closing remarks you want to make? Um, I would say, uh, well, I think I think we've had a good good kind of overview of things. Uh, I can't think off the top of my head there is there is anything um, that we've missed out in particular. But maybe maybe I'll just kind of pick out my main my main points um, from the kind of the what, uh, the how, and the why. Sure, I like it. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of the what, uh, consulting, think about it in terms of uh, a doctor and a personal trainer for your clients. Your clients could be uh, anyone, really. Depends on, depends on uh, you know, kind of uh, what, what the projects are at the time. Um, you could be working with companies. You could be working with governments. You could be working in the, in the uh, charity sector as well. Um, and yeah, it's it's a, they're normally done by projects, and you and you work with many different people and get a lot of different experiences. Now, the how, in terms of how you get into consulting, um, there are many entry points. Like if we if we're talking mainly about kind of uh, school and university people here, um, in like inside days, internships, and the actual job applications, those three entry points. And um, the main takeaway is that you need to be prepared to. Uh, to work hard towards them, to uh, uh, to to fail in, in case you get rejected, but also to have fun in terms of you know meeting many people and finding mentors and really doing a lot of soul searching. Um, that that's a rewarding side of things. And in terms of the why, now I guess there's a more personal one, but uh, the why is uh, personally I feel like I love I love working in different teams and uh, taking taking people through. Uh, and clients through hard situations and happy situations um, so those are those are really rewarding and generally in in the in the wider scheme of things I think collecting people who are driven um, and uh, directing them towards towards kind of the big problems in the world um, I hope to, to some degree that consulting does that um, so yeah right. th- that's that's kind of my why Okay, and I think that's a fantastic summary of everything you've spoken about so far. Um, thanks so much for coming on, Neil. It's truly been a pleasure. Oh no, no, uh, it's it's been it's been a pleasure to to talk about this, and um, I, I hope some some people got something out of it in the end. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Cheers. <laughs>